This is Leon Dreisettel from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 6:30 Chat. Okay, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Chargers up three nothing on the Chiefs. Six minutes left in the first quarter of Thursday night football. Blue Jays played this afternoon. Didn't go well. They lost eleven nothing. Elks at Riders tomorrow. Six o'clock countdown to kickoff game at seven thirty. Here on 6.30, Chad, the Oilers are in Penticton. Well, the Oilers' prospects are in Penticton for the Young Stars Tournament. And Cam Moon is in Penticton as well. Cam, my friend, how's it going? Doing very well, Reed. After a, a lovely first day in Penticton and the players got out there, had a nice little practice, getting themselves set for, for game number one tomorrow against the Winnipeg Jets. All right, uh, and that is the one where are my notes here on the games. We, we, we were talking the other day. Uh, for people following this tournament, be careful. There are two different schedules online. Yeah. Depend, <laughs> depending <laughs> on what you look for. Uh, so I actually went to the uh, email that the uh, uh, the Oilers uh, sent out just to be sure. Uh, now I can't find it. But anyway, uh, you got to. You gotta be. You gotta watch. Oh, I had it all written down. Oh, here I it's uh, tomorrow at five, right? That's the one tomorrow. The Jets at five o'clock, Edmonton time. I think that is correct. Four p.m. Pacific time. You're well. You're yeah. just gonna go to the rink and hope there's a game going on. Yeah, I'm just gonna hang out at the rink, and when they start playing, I'm good to go. Yes, but I'm. I'm not joking. There are. If if you just Google Penticton Young Stars Tournament. You can quite easily find uh, two different schedules. So, yes, uh, it, be, yeah. I want to say cautious. it goes Winnipeg. They play Winnipeg, then Calgary, then Vancouver on Monday. So, whatever schedule yeah. has that rotation should be correct. Yeah, here it is. I got it on the Oilers website. Uh, so, it's, and this is all mountain time. So if someone happens, and people do go to Penticton for this tournament, fans go. Uh, yeah. Jets tomorrow at 5 Mountain, Flames Saturday 8.30 Mountain, Canucks Monday at 3.30 Mountain. And you can watch them all being streamed on edmontonoilers.com. Uh, so there, there you go. Yes, but don't don't fall for any other schedule because they are, they are out there. Uh, for, are, have you been to that part? Obviously, you've been through BC a lot when you were working for the Red Deer Rebels and stuff. Have you specifically been to Penticton ever a lot in, in your past? Oh, absolutely, Reed. Uh, I worked uh, the Okanagan Hockey School uh, in the summer of 94, and I actually ran into somebody at the rink today who was working at... Uh, at the academy there, uh, Sean Deneen, who worked at the hockey school back then and then was a pro scout in the NHL for years and years with Nashville for a while, and I want to say Colorado too. But uh, he's back in Penticton. This is where he's from. I ran into him at the rink. So I, I had that, that summer of 94 here, which was uh, an illustrious summer for sure. And uh, also in the BC Junior League, when I was doing play-by-play for uh, Nanaimo Clippers, they would play against what was then called the uh, Penticton Panthers. They're now the Penticton Vs in, in the BC Hockey League. So we would come here on a regular basis. So, yeah, it, it's changed a little over the years. But uh, And, of course, they do have the, you know, the gorgeous rink, which they didn't oh. have. They used to have the old memorial. Now they have the, the newer rink that's just uh, beautiful. Well... For a junior A rink, the South Okanagan yeah. Events Center is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable for a junior A rink. Uh, I mean, that's probably nicer than what the Coyotes might play, 
Like you could have put the Coyotes there instead of yes. putting them on the Arizona State campus. I think that, like that's on. There are actually for people who haven't been there, it's okay. It's smaller, obviously. It's kind of a one, um, like a one deck, I guess. Arena yeah, it doesn't have bowl. a big upper deck. Yeah, but there there are luxury suites, wide concourses. It, I, I mean, I went there first, I guess, in 2013, and then all the the rookie rookie tournaments up until this year. It looks brand new all the time. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's amazing. And then to think that a, a junior A team plays there is pretty pretty cool. It is. It's a beautiful facility, and and give the Penticton V's credit. Yeah, you know, they have they've definitely you know carved out. Uh, a niche as one of the premier organizations in the BC Hockey League, and they they draw well. And you're right, the rink's beautiful. I would say, I'm guessing, uh, just having been in there today, about 5,000 seats, give or take. Uh, but it's it's as nice a junior A facility, and 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 quite honestly, it, it would be as good or better than quite a few uh, at the WHL level too. So, yeah, great facility. Um, you can just yeah you can just see that the, the the attention to detail in the building uh was was really good actually i, I ran into uh, to dave manson on the concourse today uh, well, it was just a coach and uh we were talking about the rink and you know at some point we're gonna build a new one in prince albert and he was like this is you know a, this is right along the lines of of what they should be looking at uh, you know I would say, you know, maybe a little bit smaller, but not much because uh, it's just, it's a good size. It's a good rink. Yeah. Okay. So what did they do today? Tell me a little bit about practice or any other activities for the Oilers rookies today. Okay. Well, they, they ran through practice. Um, they, they did all their, their medical and their testing and stuff yesterday uh, before we traveled here. So they got all that stuff out of the way yesterday at Rogers place. And then uh, it was a travel day. And, of course, it took a while to get through Kelowna, quite honestly. Landed in Kelowna then to drive here, which, if there's no traffic, it's really it's been a little under an hour to get here. But the, it was bottlenecked something fierce through the middle of Kelowna. So it took much longer than that. But today was a practice. Uh, they rolled through some some breakouts. They rolled out uh, They did a quick power play. Uh, looks and and that really that was about it like it was just getting your feet under you and uh, I I want to say the Oilers the Oilers and the Flames were the only two at the rink today I didn't see I saw some Jets uh, training staff I didn't see any players around and I think the Canucks rolled in uh, later today so this afternoon so they'll get themselves you know ready to go for for tomorrow and now now it's about you know, impressing management and impressing coaches. And, you know, if you're a, a player that is signed, you want to put your best foot forward and maybe get an opportunity with the big club or, or, or maybe solidify a good spot in pro. And if you're not a guy that's signed, you're working to get signed. And if you're an invite, you're certainly looking to get signed. So, yeah, now it's, it's about impressing management, impressing coaches, and that starts tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and for the Oilers, a lot of attention on the four first round draft picks. There, yeah. you got Philip Broberg, you got Dylan Holloway, you got Reed Schaefer, and you got Xavier Borgo, who are obviously in different stages of their careers. I mean, we know that Reed Schaefer is going to wind up uh, back with. Well, I guess I shouldn't say you never know. I suppose if he gets 
you know, 17 goals in the preseason, but most likely yeah. uh, is what I'm saying. But I, I think, I, I think in terms of the short term, um, for me anyway, I, I want to pay a little more attention to how Broberg and Holloway do because they could be Oilers for all or most of the upcoming season, depending on how they do in the next two or three weeks. No, that's fair. Now, those two, uh, Philip Broberg, Dylan Holloway, they're on the cusp of NHL careers. And and I would think in Broberg's case, I, I'll be surprised if he doesn't uh, start with the Oilers this year. I expect him to. Uh, Dylan Holloway, I don't, he, I don't know if he'll start with the Oilers or, or just finish with the Oilers, but at some point I expect him to be with the Oilers. And the other two, Xavier Borgo, I mean, he had a great year winning the Quebec Major Junior Championship with Schwinnigan. Uh, had a long year, had a very productive year. It'll be his first year pro. So there's expecting him to jump to the NHL level. I think that's a, a lofty expectation. And maybe the player has that expectation, and that's fine. But I, I don't think uh, as fans that we, we should have that expectation. I, I think he'll spend some time in the American Hockey League and learn the pro game. And Reed Schaefer, like you said, I mean, I, I guess it's possible he could uh, play in the NHL this year, but I think the most likely scenario is he goes to Seattle, the Seattle Thunderbirds are a team that went to the WHL final, eventually losing to the Edmonton Oil Kings. They are returning a lot of players. That's going to be a really good Seattle team that Reed Schaefer is going back to. And he had a breakout year last year, uh, put up numbers, took the puck to the net, played a strong game, played a strong game in the, in the Western League final. And, and I was able to go to those games and, and and just watch his play, and it was it was impressive. So he'll be you know expected to you know pick up where he left off and and continue to work on his game to get ready to play pro next season. And and that is I think a, a very reasonable expectation and and something that uh, he can definitely achieve. It's just that you get this experience here at the rookie at the rookie tournament and then maybe that parlays into some time at camp and hey maybe even get an exhibition game or two and if so it gives you a little taste uh, of what the next level is like and what you need to work towards for next season so that you can you can hit the ground running so it's great it's great experience for him and it'll be fun watching all four of those players that are our first round picks. I'm interested to watch. There's so many different storylines, whether it's mm-hmm. Noah Silk that played for the bears last year and looked pretty good in development camp or, or Matt Petrov who put up 90 points last year in the OHL um, and probably going back to the OHL, but there's a lot of skill there. Uh, to me, those are all exciting you know, opportunities. Also uh, Carter Savoy who played at Denver university last year and then finished up uh, in Bakersfield. Like, these are not at all, I think, interesting interesting storylines, Reed, and I can't wait to uh, get this thing going. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, I, did you do some technical work to get Bob on today? <laughs> okay. Like you're, you're very yeah. talented, so I'm not surprised to hear this. Well, I don't know about that. But uh, as a guy that um, uh, broadcasted games for, for a while in the Western League and in the BC League before that, uh, when you're on the road, you're you are a party of one, and uh, you do have to figure out a lot of technical uh, issues and/or situations while you're on the road. So I did assist uh, Bob as uh, kind of like the uh, on-site um, on-site engineer, and quite honestly, I, it was fun. 
I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to do that again tomorrow. I'm going to help out. Oh, you're so kind. Now, did you ever, in the Western Hockey League, what did you ever not get on the air in time, or did you ever have yeah. to find a very unique way to get on the air back to Red Deer? Yes. Uh, we played the first <laughs> game at the Saddle Dome after the flood, and and we get upstairs, you know, because we're just coming in day of game from Red Deer, get in there, set everything up, try to uh, give a, a test run, don't work. Because they set up every, they had everything else fixed except there was no phone lines or internet upstairs. That that hadn't been repaired yet. So I did that entire game on my cell phone. So you just you called it on your cell phone. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, hey, hey you got to find a way. You got to figure it out. <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> what we did. Soup can and a string, baby. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way to do it. It's, I agree. I've, I, I've always found like you're you're very astute at setting that stuff up. I will say, I if I have to do a remote broadcast, if I get a reminder from an engineer or somebody, then I am in the in a state of mind where I'm thinking to myself, oh yes, okay, I remember that. That's logical. Chord yeah, A yeah. has to go to B. Chord C has to go to D. You have to have power. Now you have to have internet. Put the headset on. It should be okay. My problem is if that doesn't happen, and that's the skill you have. You can troubleshoot. I, as soon as one thing broke down, I I would just be like, well, got to call somebody. Can't figure this out on my own. Doesn't make sense. Remember Strange Brew? Hey, he hooked up our stereo, eh? <laughs> that's me. That's that's awesome. That's, I do remember. I don't remember that line from Strange. I remember there was a lot of urination at the end of Strange Brew. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, that that line came after they were caught in the uh, in the sliding gate, and he, he said to him, "Don't get out of the vehicle. The tires act as insulators." He said he hooked up our stereo. Eh? That's amazing, Booter. Uh, you're an absolute pleasure as always. Enjoy the weekend in uh, Penticton. I look forward to uh, getting your analysis when you get back. And enjoy orders now tomorrow in whatever capacity you wind up working on the show. Okay, well, hopefully I get us on the air again tomorrow. Thanks. There we go. Cam Moon, one of our uh, two play-by-play voices for the Oilers broadcast here on 630 Chet. He divides up the duties with Jack Michaels, and uh, I love them both. It's always fun to have Mooner on the show, who truly is a man who can do it all when it comes to broadcasting. Very talented, very hardworking, and as you've heard, whenever he's on Inside Sports, Oilers Now, the Oilers broadcast, an incredibly upbeat and positive person, which has been a great influence on me over the years as well. Okay, you can chime in, 780-496-0063. Remember, there's no Inside Sports tomorrow, but... There is an Elks game in this time slot. We'll have the countdown to kickoff at 6, game at 7.30. Dave Campbell will have a preview in a few minutes. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right, first minute of the second quarter. Chargers up 10-0. On the Kansas City Chiefs in Thursday night football, I was texting with, a, a, well, a buddy fired me a text here uh, as the game was uh, getting started. And then he uh, mentioned, oh, I had this guy and this guy on my fantasy team this year. And I texted him back a few minutes ago with what I uh, often say on this show. To you, there is nothing more interesting than your fantasy football team. To everyone else, there is nothing less interesting than your fantasy football team. 
Words I try to remember, Kellen Kennedy. Yeah, and in my case, just substitute football with hockey, and there we go. So <laughs> I feel I feel as if people who play fantasy sports that the their fantasy football teams get talked about more than their other fantasy teams. Oh, by far, yeah. I, I, maybe it's just the nature of you know the NFL is so popular with gambling and all that kind of stuff. Well, interception, uh, they intercepted Mahomes uh, on the five yard line. There's a flag, a long though. bomb. Okay, might be coming back. But I because I, I, I'm in a, I'm in a couple of fantasy football teams and I'm in one fantasy hockey team. I have to limit it. And I, I, I think I've kind of said this on the show before. Even though I have the privilege of, of covering sports for a living and hosting a sports talk show, I am actually not very interested in fantasy sports. I don't know why. Maybe I, it's just I, I, I play in these leagues for fun. Well, part of it is now because I've been in them several years and I've just thought, well, I just got to keep going because they've been in them so long. I'm not a great owner. I don't spend hours pouring over the waiver wire. I'm usually the the last one to, you know, do hit the, all the deadlines in the off season to get your keepers in or pay or things like that. So uh, I I'm not that I play I, I do stuff, but I, I I don't really obsess over it. I set my lineup. Okay, go ahead and do your thing, guys. Maybe I'll win. Um, but I feel, so I'm in these leagues and there's crossover between the leagues. So some people who are in the hockey league are in one or both of the football leagues, but I just feel if there's going to be chatter, it's usually about the fantasy football. And maybe that's because all, basically all the games are Sunday. Of course, we got a game tonight. There's Monday nighters, but most of the games are Sunday. So you're really following your teams on Sunday. I guess fantasy hockey. Well, you might, you know, one player might play one night to the next night. And so maybe it's not the same in terms of diving into it and, and, and following it. But yeah, it I, also depends on what your league is like. If you got a head to head or if it's just total points or something with hockey. Yeah, too, well, the, all the, the, the three leagues I do are all head to head. Is that right. not the most common now? I, I, I thought that was more so. common now than doing the total points. Or yeah, I've, I've done like both that. and head to head is way more fun. Well, because you can do bad and maybe still win. <laughs> you <laughs> if just you play another squeak guy. into the playoffs and then go on a run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, may- maybe we should do a show some night where we'll just say, okay, here's an hour. You can call in and you can talk about your fantasy team for a minute. Just get it out. <laughs> probably your wife or girlfriend is tired of hearing about it. Probably your coworkers and friends are tired of hearing about it. So maybe we'll be a safe space for people to unload everything they want to say about their fantasy football team. Anyway, the Chiefs did keep the ball. So now they're uh, driving into the Chargers territory here. They-